What's up, everyone? I'm Michael Jewell, and welcome to a theater, a greater than film, The Green Room, the show where we watch a piece of pop culture, very unprofessionally critique it, and then improvise one scene that's so good, you might even celebrate with your own crawfish boil in honor of us. That is something that's very American, and I don't know if my friends understand that. But either way, you out there probably will. And believe me, as always, we will fail every single time. Before we get started, allow me to introduce our lovely Yassandra Katiers for the last last episode of the series, Single Tear. Oh, he probably rolls his eyes when he sees a toddler just being such a basic bee. Mr. Arfie Mansfield. Uh, hello. Um, just just for the uh, Americans listening, we in, in the US of K um, refer to a crawfish boil as a crayfish boiled. <laughs> it feels like you were intentionally, like, UK'd that up a little bit. Like... You you want a little extra you can't little prove it. pinky finger up on that one. I don't know. Uh, and if you don't watch out, this man might just smack your bitch up. The human fire starter, Mr. Chris Mead. I am a total prodigy. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Um, I actually, yes. we don't call it a crawfish boil. We call it a stinker in the hole. That's... <laughs> Stop it. Stop making stuff up. I never can tell whenever I'm talking to you two, whether it's real or not, or you just have a whole bunch of inside jokes to make fun of Americans. It's, it's I think really... it might be a Southern uh, Southern England thing. Stinker yeah, because um, yeah, I'm from the east of England, so we, we say a different thing there. Uh, but I'll remember <laughs> that you said to stop making things up when we get to the improv bit at the end. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. you did say. So actually, these things you're saying now aren't factual yeah just constant debbie downer throughout the whole improv like well michael but michael you aren't a, captain a america <laughs> yes <laughs> oh we will get there because one day maybe now the dream will be there uh and let's get into it we're talking the final episode of the black falcon and well uncle jesse from season two of full house and on you know he's kind of was a bad guy season one and now he's just lovable but still angsty but kind of sexy the winter soldier so uh Let's jump right in. I will cut to you, Arfie. Let's talk. Let tell me what are your first impressions. Well, before my first impressions, I have a question for Chris. Did we ever have Full House oh. in this country? Because I don't, oh. I don't recall ever seeing it on. And... I don't believe so. We have Fuller House yeah. on Netflix, but it doesn't make <laughs> Do sense out of context. <laughs> It doesn't track the same when you don't have all the background. Wait, so have you ever seen Full House? Has Full House ever existed in your experiences at we're, all? We're aware of it, but I've yeah. never seen any of it. And so for me, uh, the Olsen twins are Elizabeth twice. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, wow. That is interesting. I don't know why that wouldn't be the case, but it well, just to my so brain, it makes had, total sense now, but I never thought about it. So the, the American TV we got over here was um, it was picked and chosen by schedulers who didn't necessarily have the best interests of the audience in mind. So for us the big sitcoms of the 90s were Friends and Frasier um, oh, on God. Friday nights on sorry. Channel 4. I'm so sorry. Um, and um, we did have Seinfeld
Seinfeld, but it was on at like 11 p.m. on BBC Two, where <laughs> people weren't oh, supposed wow. to see it. Uh, so, yeah. it, and so there was a big deal when the BBC got the rights to show The Wire, maybe I know eight years ago or something. And so clearly, the uh-huh. people who bought these imports and the people who scheduled them were not allowed to meet or speak with each other because clearly they it was a labour of love to actually get the rights. Uh, you don't get much HBO stuff uh, on the BBC. It's the only one that I know of. Um, but then it was put out on BBC Two, which is not the main channel, as you can possibly guess from the number. Um, and it was on at 11pm, and it was... I think they had five episodes a week, so they just burnt through it straight away, whereas they could have had it at 9pm, oh, nice. BBC One, on a Friday night, and just go, this is as premium an import as we're ever going to give you. This is amazing. Instead, they just went, ah, sod it. Um, but anyone who would watch that could just, you know, record it on those nights and watch whenever. But they probably had some DVD anyway. Arfi, what are you me- talking Sorry. about? Right the Wire. I'm talking Arfie. about the Wire. <laughs> you remember Give when we had to watch TV when it was broadcast? Show. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, who who could have imagined that the power broker <laughs> oh, yeah. was caught all along? Um, hey, what? You know, <laughs> who? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. you didn't you didn't like this episode? You didn't feel oh, this one? Okay. This wasn't hitting so you? This okay. So I, I went into it with the same spirit that I went into last week's episode, which was um uh, well if you don't try to enjoy it, you're never gonna enjoy it because it's not very good. Yeah. Um and this week was better than last week. Um on everything that it was trying to do, it succeeded at. It's still seven different programs all at once, and two of them were very good. So that's quite good. Um so yeah, him becoming Captain America and him just saying, hang on, everything that the Flag Smashers said they were right about, they just happened to be murderers um, for no particular reason. And them just going, oh, um, we're just going to kill the hostages just in case the audience don't know that we're supposed to be bad. And then it's like, hey, um, yeah. in case yeah. you didn't realise, just just to really piss you off, we're going to say that your mate that we murdered didn't matter just because just you didn't seem angry enough yet. Yeah. So, but you know, the, they dug, becoming... they, dug, they dug into the they dug into the bad guy thing hard yeah. in this last episode. As far as the flag smashers and the sort of espionage, uh, you know who's the mole, who's in the who's in the bad, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. They so did, nothing... but I liked it. Uh, oh yeah, nothing about the villains was well done, but everything about the heroes was well done, and that's the important thing. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah. That bit with um, uh, Isaiah at the end. Oh, but we'll talk about that. Yeah, well, let's I'm get sure. there. We'll get there. We'll get there in a second. Yeah, Chris, tell me your first impressions uh the falcon and the winter nice white guy um yeah i thought this was a a good ending uh it it gave us everything that we thought we would get i don't think it had any surprises in it at all i think every single thing that happened we knew was going to happen just about but there is something to be said by it for being obvious for making the simple narrative choice that works and i did enjoy yeah even though it was a little bit forced i did enjoy sam uh talking to the world yeah we'll talk about that speech in a second but this speech was great yeah and i just enjoyed that all the cameras seemed to relay live immediately all (laughs) over the world the technology five years after the blip is solid from a tv broadcast perspective uh that's such a good point let's talk about that speech really quick so there's a there's a couple things just uh for the listener out there that was happening in that speech that i think uh is important 
to the conversation that we've been having for the past four or five episodes around the BLM movement, around the Black experience in America, uh, particularly when the evil senator, who was clearly the evil senator and a dick, and intentionally a dick, uh, yes, very like Star Wars Empire kind of <laughs> kind of bad guy, says, calls them thugs, or calls them terrorists. And then the, uh, the Falcon, now the captain says, you know, using those terms is, you know, code, right? And that's been a big thing that's been happening in the States, right? George Floyd is a great example. Everybody said, oh, well, he was a thug, so he deserved what he got, or he shouldn't have fought back, or he shouldn't, you know, he should have just not resisted, blah, 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 right? And I love that, because that has been a code word for bad Black people for ages. Well, they deserve it because they're thugs. And it's so funny to me, because the word thug came from, like, the mob folk from, like, the 1920s, right? Like, the the the, the mafioso sidekicks were always the thugs, so I always thought it was so funny that somehow these black guys got that attributed to them and then they deserve the bad stuff. But anyway, I love that they they went for that in this speech, in this moment. Like they kind of, he kind of brought that up and he talked about the helplessness and how's it feel to be helpless? How's it feel, you know, the tables have turned? How's it feel to be the small guy? Um, I love that. I, that was great. I don't know. I'll stop there. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Chris, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think it was very nicely done and gathered together a lot of the strands that we have been identifying and that have come up throughout the other episodes. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that. And as as you say, I really liked cutting to Isaiah watching it. I think yeah. that guy's acting the way he received that Ooh, was really was so beautifully yeah. done. And then, yeah, essentially the last dialogue scene was his too, right? That that, that scene, uh, I mean, we had the, the, the barbecue at the end. Yeah, <laughs> the quick barbecue montage. Quick thing about the barbecue, I was expecting us to see the boat all done up and, and lovely again. But so they're sort of looking out onto the water and I was like, here we go. The boat that the community built, his dream afloat once again. Nope. <laughs> <Just> no. <laughs> So I, that's I the real like black that. experience, by the way, everybody out there. That's really what happens. Just when you think there's going to be a happy ending, there's no boat, no boat, <laughs> no yeah, boat. I, so I, I like that because it's going. It's not all fixed. Um, you know, we've we have an ending, but because it's the MCU, we know it's not an ending. Um, it's it's going to carry on. But yeah, it's just because you know he's Captain America doesn't mean the boat is fixed. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the are your thoughts on the uh, on the speech there, Arfi? Because I, I thought I wasn't sure if you guys picked up on the sort of that coding um, oh, yeah. and, and and sort of that conversation again. I, this is kind of why I'm so excited to have you two here on this in this conversation a little bit because there you, I get to see that experience from your you know your your neck of the woods, so to speak. Uh, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that too. Yeah, so I I love that he made it very clear that the very reason that he is the right person to be Captain America is he doesn't have all the answers and that he has been in that conflicted place of being proud to be an American but also being ashamed of what America has done. That he is in the ideal place to be Captain America because he isn't uh, you know, mindlessly jingoistic about it and he isn't just straight down on uh, America. He has a very clear love of America and also he is very aware of the problems that it has which makes him yes the right person to be Captain America and to to mention that the very fact that um, you know, the UN or uh, whoever all those uh, leaders were um, the GRC are in the, yeah they're in the same position um, as uh, everyone else of going we we don't know what to do there are no easy answers 
And their response was to go, oh, so we'll just do something because you have to do something instead of going, no, it's difficult. You have to sit in that and you have to work through it. You can't just go, well, we're going to do something that only works for half the people. So that level of nuance and going that... So I love the place we arrived at and I love the things that like that we see the, how things have tied together from what has happened to Sam that has got him to this point. Um, and that's lovely. The, that's acceptance of, yes, he is Captain America, but he will never be um, Steve. He will never be that Captain America, but he is the Captain America that we need now. Perfect. Uh, just a wonderful encapsulation of everything yeah, we've been talking about I for like the past that. six weeks. Yeah. I like what you said there too, because there are certain little nuggets that if you actually watch the MCU, that he kind of shows that he's not that Captain America, right? Like he says shit a bunch, which specifically Captain America's told <laughs> Iron Man to watch his language uh, uh, when he when Iron Man said shit. And he also said something I loved uh, when that dude was firing at him in the helicopter and it kind of blew him back for a second. He's like, oh, you are, you deserve this ass whooping I'm about to give you. And that whatever something about that line felt, I was like, yeah, all right, all right, Cap. I like this guy. I like this mentality. Uh, it wasn't, um, it was just enough of like, a, uh, this is, this is the, this is the 2021 Captain America, you know, with a little bit of attitude, a little bit of sass, a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, um, that you probably would need today to be, uh, th- uh that kind of icon. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about the freaking 30, almost 30 minute action sequence. You know, we, we kind of hadn't gotten anything going on, uh, for the last maybe two or three episodes outside of a few minutes of punchies and kickies, but then they... <laughs> they went all in on this and I instantly thought about Chris. So Chris, tell me, what did you think uh, first? I don't, it was like 30 minutes, I think. It was like half the episode was just uh, uh, punchy, kicky, shooty the whole time. It was really interesting uh, for me because you have this big Captain America entrance and then he's sort of tied up with one guy for a long time after that. It's not like he dispatches people. He, he isn't great in the role immediately. And I was just thinking about the helicopter chase. Uh, how long it takes him to essentially neutralize that one guy in a helicopter. And the helicopter appears to be able to outmaneuver him quite a lot of the time, (laughs) which is really impressive in a helicopter, I would say. Mm. And I just thought, if this was Iron Man, he'd just sort of switch off the rotor or something and then just just use his super servo-assisted strength to lower the whole helicopter down to the ground. So it was really interesting that he has to think around the problem using Red Wing... Essentially, ask assistance from a co-pilot. Yeah. Otherwise, his plan wouldn't work. So I was yeah. really enjoying that he's much scrappier. He's he's not superhuman, you know. He, that uh, it's really interesting. And, and even down. They, oh, sorry, you go for it. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, I was just even down to the bit where they have to split up, and they split up. Sam going one way, and then Wacton and the Winter Soldier going the other yeah. way. I was like, you've got two superhumans. Put one in each path. <laughs> Put all the superhumans down that path. I thought the, the same path. thing. I thought the same thing. And it was so funny because uh, I, what I liked is I liked that he did a lot of the winged combo stuff. Like he was able to use the the wings and the shield together, which was super fun. Like there's that which moment. Which we've never seen before. Yeah. Which we've never seen. Yeah, so like Carly's punching the shield and he like locks the wings into the cement. So he gets that extra little tripod. Tripod. Classic tripod move. You know, <laughs> classic <laughs> tripod maneuver. And, you know, using the shield and the wings to protect from the helicopter, all these different things that were happening. Um, I really did love it. I love the, the they, they clearly paid attention to wanting to show that this dude's going to struggle. Like the idea that you said, like he fought Backdrop the Leap, Leaper was his first Captain America fight. And Ca- 
Captain America beats the crap out of him in Winter Soldier. So like it takes uh uh you know Steve two seconds to beat up Batroc the Le- but like I don't know maybe like one minute and you like you said Chris it takes him forever and as a matter of fact he doesn't really beat him no, he kind of just like runs away says like you know like okay I got I got bigger fish to fry I gotta go so I love that they that they showed that this is going to be this and that they needed to do that right because you know there's going to be a million real humans who are not going to accept uh, Anthony Mackie as Captain America let alone the characterization of this you know like in the in the MCU world so I thought they did a really good job of, of like trying to show that this will not be that cap yeah I, so what I really liked was that that showed that his superpower was teamwork um, yeah. that you know he was able to family go, if you will and now that's uh, Fast and Furious <laughs> you're thinking of <laughs> sorry which we'll get to um <laughs> But when he gets yeah yeah a a civilian to fly the helicopter when he he inspires a U.S. agent like it's it's yeah. very clear um, and again uh, Wyatt Russell's performance there was wonderful as you see him watching the speech after he's already definitely come on side because he's clearly you know he fought side by side uh, there because obviously he was also against the flag smashers but it was very much a you know the teamwork of it all and obviously. Obviously, I love the symbolism of his terrible shield got beat up, and you see he's not oh, yeah. up to it. <laughs> yeah, um, which yeah. we discussed last week, which was lovely to see. Uh, but watching him watch Sam be Captain America, not just claim to be Captain America, but be Captain America, yeah. and you see his acceptance, and it doesn't even seem grudging. It's just yeah, yeah. He he has done the same thing as me, which is to go, I am Captain America, but the difference is he's right and I'm not, and. And that was lovely. He didn't to have to see yell the, it. He didn't have to yell it. You know, that's yeah. what I like too. I don't think ever once he calls himself Captain America, which I think is cool. Really, really smart. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, you know, I love that scene. I love the whole action scene anyway. But one of the things I want to ask you about uh, is, did Sharon in this moment, did it fall flat? Did it fall flat? It fell flat for me. Sharon is the power broker. That was like the one thing that, you know, in that, if, in that opening moment fell really flat. Like just her being in that first 30 minutes of the scene or whatever, that fight scene. But then just like the end result reveal sort of deal that she was a power broker and now she's like a double agent Carter lady. Yeah. I have to say, I just want to say about her reveal, like she walks past the bodyguards and immediately takes off her fancy mask. I was like, don't, they can still see. If someone just looks yeah. round, don't do it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> also, yeah. away. She takes like 10 seconds to take off. It's like, hang on. Yeah. She's like clicking buttons and like, like all sorts of stuff like just keep walking just keep walking don't worry about it I, i'm almost there but it's so interesting isn't it that one of the things leveled at wandavision was that everyone knew uh the agatha reveal was yeah. everyone knew that too yeah. and it's just that they don't they're not very good at uh, doing a, a, a secret bad guy reveal in these tv yeah. series we're like yes it's you it has to be you that's the it only should have been. it had to be like yeah. there's yeah exactly like they 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 went the i well i, I shouldn't say this because I, we don't know how this is going to pan out but they went a cheaper route than i thought they would have mm. uh little spoiler alert shang chi just came out right and shang chi is or the trailer just came out and shang chi's characterization is going to be the son of the mandarin the actual mandarin not uh not ben king ben sir kingsley. ben kingsley uh so the cool i think the wildly interesting thing would have been if he 
the Mandarin was the power broker because that ties in that world and they're both in Majapur. The long story short, I think making Sharon Car- Carter the actual power broker was in this show crap. <laughs> yeah, crap. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah. I, so, I mean, to be fair, the MCU has so few characters in it. Um, they were really limited in who they could yeah, use. I think true. I think there's seven across all all the films. If that. Like seven if characters. That. Yeah. Um, but too no, many, I, I think. That's too many. I, I do appreciate that they're not doing these twists and going, and it's someone you've already met from a different part of the franchise. I do appreciate that they're not doing that at least. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was so so bleedingly obvious that it was uh, Sharon from the fact that she kept turning up even though she had nothing to add to the plot and she still had nothing to add to it and it's just the way she just turns up and it's like I get to turn up because I'm like a superhero except not in the same way that Bucky just turned up on the mission in the second episode it's like is he supposed to be here? No. Does he want to be here? No. Is he here? Yes. Okay. Yeah I think the reasoning for Sharon showing up when she showed up she's like she said something like well I don't really care about like the extradition rules anymore so I'm here now it was just like, and they're like oh okay and even Falcon's like is that Sharon? Cool. Tell her to go upstairs. <laughs> okay. So it, so it was weird. I don't know. The way my mum raised me was um, to get your worth out of an item of clothing, it needs to work out at less than 20 pence per time you wear it. And she's got that tactical coat with the, you know, the, the fighty sleeves. So sure. she needs to get into a lot of fights because that's not a cheap ah, coat. I Even I can that tell that's better. a stylish yeah, kind of coat. A, so I mean, um, if you can punch and move with that kind of fabric on and it still stays intact and it looks good. It's the You're shoulders. Right. I was expensive. so impressed by that. So you can see why it makes perfect sense. They set us up well. They show you the shoulders very clearly. It's very clearly a practical bit of gear. I have no problem with that now. Um, turns out Speaking she was a good of- character. <laughs> Speaking of gear, to all of like the hundred people that listen to this show and who Wait, actually listen to the hundred people listen to this show, you Something are like joking! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I thought I it was know. seven. No, it's more than that. Hi everyone! Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> These guys just realized that there's more than like just us three listening to this every day. Um, they, they all know out there that there is, I am a fan of good collars and good jackets. And Bucky, that motherfucker knows how to dress his ass off. All those jackets look tight. Even the little leather vest with just the one arm off for the, for the silver arm. I said, Mwah! I want that whole outfit. So there it is. There's your answer to those who have been asking me what my thoughts are on uh, the, the collars and the shirt. Sh- so, um, I want to ask you guys another question, a serious question. Can Wackton, uh, Cuckton Planet be redeemed? Okay, there was a moment where he like grabs the truck and tries to pull the truck up. I said, okay, this is his, this is his save the cat moment. So I'll leave it there. What do you think, Chris? Can he be redeemed? I think so. I really want to talk about the scene where he becomes US agent because it's yeah, really okay. one of those things where they play that scene as if just saying the name is a big reveal and that ever like the wife character goes yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what what, what? she's read the comics 
you get to be a US agent from the comics. Yeah, you're right. Alfred. And they all like freeze frame as they and jump then, in the air. And he's like, I'm back. I'm back. I'm US agent. A uh, uh, character the previous doesn't mean anything. Nothing. It, that was a really weird scene. For they me. did the same thing in WandaVision with uh, Agatha Harkness moment, right? Like she mm. comes down and there, she's in the basement. She walks up. She's like petting the little bunny. And she's like, oh, me? I'm Agatha Harkness. Freeze. As if like in the show we all were uh, like the characters are supposed to know that or like understand that that's a comic book reference yeah and they did the same thing with u.s asia where it's like you know what you're not a captain you're u.s agent what <gasps> they should have done is you're not ca- we don't need a captain america we need a batman that would be amazing <laughs> But what they really need to do is, because they do pause at these moments, yeah. is they should just pause and just on screen say, uh, please pause your streaming service now and phone up your nerdy friends so yes. they can explain what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Go to the podcast, Theatre Greater Than Phil, The Green Room, to find out why this was important. Yeah, uh, so I'll yeah. just be there going, um, Phil, um, could, you ex- could you explain to me who <laughs> US Agent is and why he's... Why that matters. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They same sort costume, of but in did black. the same uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. Okay. They sort Thanks, of did Phil. the same thing with Valentina Contessa when she showed up too, where she sits down and she's like, who, me? Oh, I'm Actually, you can call me Val. As but you can't. The, the, but you can't. As if the rest of the world, this world, the MCU, ki- like the people inside of this uh, universe know that name or get it because she's winking at the camera. She's saying it basically. Very odd. And I, it's, it's, it's one of those things I think is tough for this environment, these types of movies, because they have to do that a little bit, right? Like you got to play to the, because there is a core audience that knows this shit. And they have now, because we realized after the first Iron Man movie that this is a connected universe that was going to be going on and on, that um, that they have to do. It's like kind of like um, Godzilla versus King Kong. Like we watched that the other day and there's very like ham-fisted like moments that you, you know that would never make sense even in this weird, weird world of of giant kaiju fighting each other. But because the audience knows so much about Godzilla and King Kong, they kind of have to do like yeah. the moments that happen to yeah. satisfy that. It's weird, but it, it, it makes a little bit of sense in the context that like, you know, these we knew that, that, that uh, you know, Cher was going to be a power broker. We knew that he was going to be US agent. We said that in the first episode. So you kind of got to play that up every now and then too. I mean, you did. I, I was just like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I did. It was still bad. It's still it's still poorly done. Um, I have another question for you guys. Okay, this is going to the uh, motherfucking MVP of this show, and I think you know who I'm about to talk about. If you don't, you're gonna I'm gonna blow your mind. I mean, Sarah, the the god. <laughs> no, well, no, Sarah is an MVP. I love I love Sarah, but the true MVP, the Butler, the Butler shows up. We we all mocked him. We had a whole ten minute scene making fun of that Butler, and that dude showed up and blew literally blew us away yeah he beat more flag crushers than anyone else (laughs) (laughs) on a score sheet i all i've written down in my notes is butler side Uh, which i guess would be killing the butler actually yeah no yes uh i wrote the butler did it which was i thought oh that's so much better yeah Yeah, so um i i was just watching that going what's anyone's motivation here and it turned out um, I at that point I realised that none of the villains had any motivation whatsoever um, and so that was fine yeah, fair enough but 
but um, you know, Julio Louis Dreyfus doing a wonderful bit of going, oh, but you know, <laughs> maybe maybe I did plan it. I didn't, but maybe I did. I did. I didn't, but maybe I did. And you're going, that's, that's quite <laughs> funny. But does this help? She she did the Eddie Izzard thing, right? Like the like, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah no, uh, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it, that's what I mean. It was weird. It was weird. Uh, that whole U.S. agent moment was weird. Uh, also, it felt very tacked on, and here's why. They were at the same tribunal room as mm. when she shows up the last time, and it felt very, I, while it was happening, I was like, why would, she lives like, there. yeah, she's just, like, in there all the time, like, just walking around and cordons she's it off. She's a hologram clearly... that can only be projected within the space there, because her light <laughs> B can't actually go without the, inv- it's, Ooh, um, it was clearly because she's it was got during COVID. In my mind, it was like she was during COVID. They only had one day to shoot. They had to get <laughs> yeah. all of these shots out. And so they had to use the same location for all of the shots. And I that, that's also why I didn't love that moment. It felt very like, we got to do the US agent thing, guys. We got to get the US agent thing out. Uh, and you don't. You don't. It would have been just as fine if in a post-credit scene, we don't even see her. He just comes out of some sort of military room, dressing room or something, and like just walks up. He's got the US agent look on and she like pats him on his back as she, as he walks out and you're like oh, okay now he's working for her she's got the black on fine good now we know uh yeah also just the reveal of you're not so much a captain america as a u.s agent if you don't know about U.S. Agent being the character's name, just you'd be sitting there going, "Yeah, I suppose he is a a U.S. Agent." I and, mean, that's an U.S. Agent. Yeah. He's an agent of the U.S. It's like, and it's only when he turns up in future things, and you know, the character name is U.S. Agent, that you're like, "Oh, I see. That's oh. not just a a boring description. It's a really boring name." Okay. There, uh, there'll be. Where do you think he'll f- like? Do you think he's gonna be just kind of a thorn in the side of people? People going forward? What's going to happen with US Agent going forward? Well, if he follows the comic book uh, arc, then he's essentially just going to be always a bridesmaid, never a bride, Captain America. I mean, the guy in the comics, he he has to be in the West Coast Avengers. I mean, that's... Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's the worst. It's a fate worse than death. It's just... (laughs) Is it worse than being uh, 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 Captain Britain? Oh, yes, I would wow. say so. What? There's nothing worse than <laughs> no. being Captain Britain. I mean, Captain Britain. A... Oh, he doesn't the even have frozen peas. The were, were led by Hawkeye at one point. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, who the hell would want that as your leader? Also, you, I wish you guys out there would have seen Arfie's reaction. <laughs> to Chris saying yes about Captain Britain. He's, you've got history with Captain Britain. We should, we gotta, that's a podcast for another day. Don't do it. Yeah. But we gotta, we gotta talk about it one day because you've got some, some deep-seated pain. What I thought was interesting, oh, go ahead, Arthur, sorry. I was just gonna say that um, I I hope that when we see uh, Johnny Walker again that he's going to be um, Jack Daniels. He's, yeah, <laughs> sure, I mean, uh, he could be Lagavulin for all I care. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to see him doing doing right but not necessarily good so that he's out there being a slightly morally greyer um avenger and not not just trying to be captain america because as portrayed he has accepted that he isn't and if they go back on that by making him you know just try um i think that would yeah. be a bit of a letdown of what we saw culminated there but i just want to see him you know getting into scrapes that captain america wouldn't or captain america 
America would wouldn't uh, have that the right outcome you need from it because he's good. Um, but you know, doing things that are a bit iffy, but for the greater good or whatever, a bit of a you know a, a more good. nuanced character that we can't show as a hero, but um, you know, gets the job done. So there is a comic book line called the Dark Avengers that I think or that they're working towards, and I think that's the power broker. Like I think Sharon Carter is going to be a part of this. I think it, basically what you're saying is they're going to go out there and do completely morally ambiguously like ambiguous things um, for for their self preservation and self growth for like Contessa's growth for all these other you know not for the greater good like you're saying and I think that's what's going to happen. But it's it is interesting because they played him up. They gave him a moment of redemption. I thought they gave him like even gets the head nod from Cap and sort of you know like okay you know you've done some bad but thank you for helping today and they even had these moments of like he had like almost like they the filmic version of ptsd you know when they kind of do that really loud white noise thing and then everything slows down and people are yelling in echoey voices around him and then he comes out of it and he does the right thing so i thought in my mind like they're trying to give him a little bit back and i hope that plays up at some point and i hope the u.s agent comes through because he is like the last super serumed dude out there uh aside from bucky uh to to kind of you know work do maybe pull a a a a, a less interesting Loki out of it, mm. you know, where he comes we, we back. We never see and he's him take so the serum. Oh, Captain Wackman Planet? He definitely took the serum. We saw I him mean, steal the serum, but we didn't see him take oh, it. Oh, no. I so, mean, he's bending He's bending metal pipes with his bare hands. He's throwing the shield into columns. He's definitely ah, taking it. Everyone that. does that. What even Contessa said in the last episode, too, that she's like, oh, I know okay. you took the serum. See, he's definitely I, got I, the serum in him. I, I heard that as, I heard you took it, not you oh, took I it. See. Um, now, nah, he's got it. Because he also yeah. lifted that truck by himself. Remember, he like pulls the truck back Barely. off the edge. That was the thing. He Barely. like pretty much couldn't. <laughs> like, he was just doing that with his body weight, frankly. <laughs> Uh, all right, fair enough. I know he has the serum coursing okay. through his veins, though. Um, what, uh, the last thought I had, and then we can get to Chris's uh, favorite segment, unless you have something else before that. Uh, I want your thoughts on Sebastian Stan. I thought the dude killed it. Throughout, every time he had a moment, he did great with that moment throughout the whole show. The the moment when he hears the words the first time in Wakanda and Ao is telling him, like, you know, uh, and he's like, starting to break and then he doesn't and he starts crying i i was all in on sebastian stan i thought that was great and then even um at the end of this episode when he goes to make his amends with Nayasaki, or i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing or saying the wrong name there but the older japanese uh uh friend that he had been trying to to make amends for killing his son that there was he only said a few things but he nailed it like i was watching him i was i was really like wow Sebastian Stan's got the goods. No, it was, I, it was just me. Oh no, I, Chris, so Chris I, is looking I, at me like, nah, I hate him. So I've never given much of a shit about Bucky before this, um, <laughs> but it turns out that um, actually letting him, you know, spend time with us as a character rather than just as a brainwashed automaton and you know showing up in the occasional cameo. If you actually have time to meet him, then yeah, um, like I, 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 I stand Sebastian. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 
I, I think it. he was. I think he was very good, and um, I'm sure he has been that good all this time. It's just he just hasn't had the the you know the space to spread his wings because when you have as many characters as there are in the MCU seven, um, <laughs> it's really hard for everyone to have space. So it's good that you know the other six have given him some space. The sleepy, grumpy dog. <laughs> Name all Pride no, and no. Ross. No, no, Arfie, hold on. Chris, name all of the dwarves, can you? I don't think I can. I don't think I can either. Sleepy, grumpy, doc. There's uh-huh. one that's like stupid. What's he called? Dopey. Dopey, yes. Uh, sneezy. Sneezy. Katsumor. I think uh, if we do this, we need to then map them to who they would be in the MCU. Because okay. obviously doc would be Doc Strange. Um, Nailed it. Uh, yeah, I don't know the other two. Do you, either of you? Bashful. Uh-huh. Did you have Bashful? Bashful. Oh, Bashful. bashful. Six. It doesn't fit the pattern, does it? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, and, one more. There's one more. And and um, and Greg. Forgettable. <laughs> but to be fair, um, that's in the original story. They don't have individual names, so um, you know you're fine to keep that for the seventh one. Blanky, Blanky, the, <laughs> the no name. Uh, are you looking that up, Chris? <laughs> I'm just having. I'm just looking it up because I feel like people will want to know. We'll need to know. We need to get that seventh down. Um, okay, I've got them. Okay, they are cola, cherry, licorice, amaretto, yeah. almond, vanilla, blackberry, again, caramel, pepper, star anise, sarsaparilla, ginger, molasses, lemon, plum, orange, nutmeg, cardamom, allspice, coriander, juniper, birch, and prickly Dopey. ash. You twat. <laughs> By the way, I love. Somebody mentioned it too that you say blackberry twice. <laughs> As an ingredient. I love it. It's like, wait, okay. You have to put sin twice, so you have to list it twice. So, um, yeah, uh, the pride, wrath, uh, gluttony. um, (laughs) Greed and gluttony apparently are separate. Mm. Envy, um, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. It's grumpy, dopey, doc, happy, bashful, sneezy and sleepy. Ah, happy. The hardest emotion to remember. (laughs) So who's happy in the MCU? There's an actual happy in our MCU. Yes, that's true. Make, it'd be easy to make it's so easy it's yeah. so easy uh I, we'll if do only we'll disney do had the rights Ooh, grumpy would be the hulk all right look i know we're getting dreadfully off topic here but hear me out yeah muppet star wars haven't they done that no they haven't done that yet so they did I, something no because i remember miss piggy i have a distinct memory I mean like of miss piggy as uh no that's what i'm saying i oh maybe it was just like a you're right maybe it was just like an episode yeah, they, or something. they yeah, did yeah. muppets muppets from space but that doesn't count uh, okay. um and they did pigs in space as a running segment but genuinely because I mean Muppet Christmas Carol everyone loves Muppet Treasure Island um, my sister and I love and is if anything even better than Muppet Christmas Carol it's just you don't play it every year at Christmas Uh, they're both amazing they should have stuck with Muppets doing classic stuff because they'd never run out and they'd always be brilliant and now that they've got the rights for both the Muppets and the Star Warses I, I don't see why they're not doing it and it upsets me that they're not doing the right things with the Muppets and they keep doing bad things with Muppets, such as the latest series, The Muppets. Actually, no, there's a new one since, Muppets Now, which I haven't seen, but I didn't like the recent There was like a weird Muppet 
like they were trying to do like a new girl, but for Muppets or something. It was yeah. very weird. It was a weird show where they made like Kermit and Miss Piggy broke up. And I now they're yeah. like in a weird sitcom where they're dating. And it's very odd. It was, it I'd was only watched like bad. one episode. It was very I watched odd. all of them because I love the Muppets. Um, and I shouldn't have done <laughs> so because sorry, I love the Muppets. Yes. Yes. Sometimes you just shouldn't meet your heroes or watch <laughs> your heroes as latest. Sometimes you just shouldn't series. watch your heroes. Yeah. It's <laughs> not easy being a fan of green. Hmm. Speaking of heroes, we'll talk about Isaiah Bradley for a moment before we wrap this up because I love how they handled his thread, his storyline. There's that moment, like you said, Chris, when he's looking at the camera, like he's watching the news feed of, of, of Falcon speech and you see him quivering, lip quivering. I almost cried right there myself because I was all, I felt that feeling of like hearing, seeing somebody or something that gets your pain, identifies with your pain and like says what you've been thinking or says what you've been feeling the right way, so to speak, or the, the you know, the way you had hoped you could do it. But sometimes it comes out all muddy and gross. I love that. I really felt that. And then obviously they give him the great moment in the hall of Captain America or whatever. And he's, they've got this whole little section. I loved it. I thought it was a really good way to handle him, that character, his influence on on uh, the Black Falcon, everything. I just loved it. So I'll leave it there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, to quote Hamilton, they put him back into the narrative, right? Yeah. Like, that's, and that's all, not all he wanted. They could never, they could never redress the harm they've done to him, yeah. but they can celebrate him and they can enshrine his legacy in yeah. the history books they could they can put him back into the narrative and i think that is yeah and it was beautifully played as well and it was nice to see what the guy looked like without his old makeup on by looking at the statue so that was that nice. guy was ripped man there was a moment where he was like <laughs> lifting some trees or something in his backyard and i saw he was just like you could see his pants they obviously like put him in some tighter pants to show that he's still like a muscular old dude i said that dude's got legs for days even like just real like just like a him just that guy i was like okay this guy probably could do some of this badass stuff uh yeah yeah Arfie, what are your I, thoughts so i i love that and yes it's it shows that there are some things that you will never have justice for as we saw this week but you can start yeah. to make some amends for and I, that was particularly poignant this week of all weeks um yeah. you know this for all that this was supposed to be on a, a year ago this was on at exactly the right time and i'm, I'm grateful yeah. for that um and i i was really touched by i think it's his grandson um you know the guy who's really protective of him um yeah. who even after seeing um sam's speech and he's still um not you know not letting him in um but then once he <laughs> yeah one once sam actually opens up directly to isaiah and um you know he responds by taking the piss out of sam a bit then only then does he uh open up as well and that was that was really sweet that protective thing of it, it's it takes longer to forgive someone for you know um on someone else's behalf than ever it does for yourself and seeing him um you know it takes him longer to forgive or to to bring sam in than it does for isaiah that was i thought that was really sweet it shows how much he cared about him and it showed that you know that that family there was so important and the fact that in many ways him accepting sam was um more important than Isaiah doing so because um, we knew for narrative reasons that Isaiah had to but um, the fact that yeah his, his grandson did as well it was like yeah 
yeah, that was earned that both of them, um, yeah. you know, it's, I, I hope that's not the last we've seen of them. Um, if it is, I think they've had the perfect arc, but um, I think they, they add such heart to the series. It would be a real shame if we didn't see more of that. We will, we will likely see the grandson again. His name is Elijah Bradley and Eli Bradley ends up becoming uh, like the iron Patriot or like the Patriot or something like that in the comics, he becomes a new Avenger. So, um, with them, this, Yeah, sorry. The 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 long of that is since there's WandaVision had the two twins who end up becoming new Avengers, uh, and we'll see the Hawkeye shell coming up, uh, where uh the one of the characters in that becomes a new Avenger, and eventually we'll get the Jessica Drew show, uh, where she becomes a new Avenger, and we have the She Hulk show where she becomes a new Avenger. So we are we'll see the new Avengers. Can I just say that if people haven't read the Young Avengers uh um, arc comic yeah. book arc written by Kieran Gillum, where um, where Loki is it has turned himself into a, a little boy. That yeah. whole that is one of the most amazing comic book runs I've ever read. It's so beautifully done. That's a lot of those characters, right? Kate Bishop. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we're going to see a lot of those people coming up real soon in real life. We might even see a baby Loki uh, in the next show, since there's like all these variant Lokis out there. So we yeah. might see like a a little Goo Goo Gaga Loki. Uh, but to your point i think we will see the story of isaiah and eli bradley again at some point i hope we i hope we do i I would love to see because like that's there's a great opportunity there and this is the last thing i'll say because i know we gotta get into some improv soon but the the great thing that that hap that they're showing right is isaiah bradley's the old old black right like the dude who's been in there he's been beat up he's been taken down you've got uh now captain america um the falcon who's sort of this present day person who's trying to start the process of cleaning that up and and maybe changing the direction a little bit. A lot of the things that we say all the time is I'm trying to do the right thing for what? For my children. So we will maybe see what that looks like for the Eli Bradleys of the world, the young, the next generation of people who maybe now that there is a black Captain America and there's a, there's this man that, that they can look up to. What does that do to change that future version of, of, of little black boys in Baltimore? And I think that'll be interesting. I think that might be something to that. I, I, I hope they do it. They've been doing a really, really great job. I think this show and last show of finding something that they to comment on and and not avoiding it. They have maybe not nailed it, not did the best version of it the whole way through. But like this show, they definitely had a conversation they wanted to have around the black experience, the small person experience, whatever that person is, and they did not avoid it. Considering it was a Disney show, they could have easily just gone the you know, Mickey Mouse route and it we like, you know, never even heard one of these things mentioned and they did not avoid it. So I give them props for that. Can I just say uh, uh, the US agent when he uh, in the comics, when he's asked to be Captain America, he says, all right, I'll be your Mickey Mouse. Which oh, I think is quite an that's interesting perfect. line. That is perfect. All right. Let's get to Chris's uh, segment. What are we calling it today? What's it called? Uh, things that I didn't get to say. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Things that I didn't get to say. Hey, bye. I only have three. Here they are. Number one, there was an amazing bit during the attack on uh, the conference at the beginning when the gas goes off. There is one lady that does the most comedic comedy what a fart noise (laughs) waving her hand in front of her nose. (laughs) 
acting that I've ever seen. She's like, oh no, oh, oh, oh no, poison gas. So she was, uh, she deserves her day right, day rate, whoever yeah. that actor is, because she was amazing. Um, I will say, I will say this in the battle betwixt Chair and Captain America Shield, I would have bet on the Shield, but it, Chair beats Shield. Chair beats who would, Shield. Who would, yeah, who would have known? You think true. it would have been the other way around? Chair uh, beats Shield. You got to throw that Shield harder. That's a setup for, um, you know, there will be an evil um, agency setup called Chair. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, I feel like Chair beats a- Shield is like a great improv game. Like there, like 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 there's some some sort of game you could play where like what beats what? Well, Chair beats Shield. Uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Uh, what's your last and just one? finally, my absolute favorite is that the new Falcon suit has Apple AirPlay functionality because he can beam his voice into her air airpods which uh i think is amazing oh, because yes. you know if th- if that civilian had a, had an android phone he'd have been in trouble not but in luckily, the ecosystem he's on the apple ecosystem yeah. and everything turned out all right yeah and that's why i have an iphone just in case you're <laughs> kidnapped in a helicopter <laughs> oh interesting point do you know this uh, i i found this out very recently when apple provide um what is it called when it comes up at the end um something oh, yeah. provided by apple um commercial sponsorship um, yeah when the machines have iphones yeah that's right did you know this michael yeah so i heard apple about has this, yeah. this contract so if anyone uses an iphone in anything that apple is sponsoring you know they're not bad if yeah. they're a henchman or a bad person then Who, what? you know that they're going to turn good by the end just because they have an apple product that's amazing wasn't it oh who, was it james gunn it was like joss it was a director it was ryan that johnson it. ryan johnson that's what it was yeah because it was yeah, in he, knives out yes that's right and he said i don't know if yeah he was like doing the, co- the director's commentary and he said i don't know if i could say this but uh the fact that she jamie lee curtis was using an iphone uh meant that she could not be a villain she it's couldn't amazing. be the baddie Isn't it's a crazy? damning indictment of what massive fucking nerds we are that all three of us yeah, we all knew, knew that exact knew same details jesus <laughs> all right, what are your, what are and your... finally i just oh, okay. i've also i've drawn a picture of captain britain here oh there he is that look is at his terrible. big arms please send me that so i could post it on our uh on our instagram captain of britain let me tell you that is exactly that drawing explains everything i need to know about why arfie hates captain britain <laughs> Look at the thigh That's gap. Sad, he does have a good thigh gap. Like he's been doing squats, maybe some lunges? and a very big belly button. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, his belt buckle. Sure. Mm, yeah. <laughs> sure, Jim. Arfie, what are we talking here? What did, what did you not get a chance to say and make it All right. as fast as humanly possible? Okay. Don't do what you're, don't do an Arfie. No, no, I'm not going to be an Arfie. I, I think I've been good this week. But you then I thought amazing, I was good last week and you were saying, you said you weren't going to interrupt. So we spoke about this and it's like, I didn't. <laughs> I thought, I genuinely thought we, anyway. Um, okay. Do you? You you started this, uh, I did. so I did. How I long do you think the Marvel Studios sting is at the beginning? The actual like the yeah, I'm gonna go with 36 seconds. Chris, um, one minute 53 <laughs> seconds. Holy shit! <laughs> wow, you're you're really intent on not being close, aren't you? Um, 
you're both right. It's far too long. Um, yeah, it's yes. 45 yes. seconds. Like, okay. Why is it that long? It is it's, too long. There's no need for it. We know we're watching a Marvel thing because, you know, you can't fail to miss it. Oh, okay, so that's the beginning done. And then the end. I've done everything in between. But then the end. At the end, it, it says Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which we all know is not the name of the TV series because we've been watching it. We know it's called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, not Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Also, that's confusing because there was that film Captain America colon the Winter Soldier now colon and and yes they're different <laughs> but I think Captain America colon the Winter Soldier and Captain America and the Winter Soldier are pretty close and that's not what it's called we all know it's called look I look it up on Disney Plus it's not called Captain America and the Winter Soldier if I no, no yeah. I'm going to search search Disney Plus for Captain America and the Winter Soldier and let me tell you what comes up uh, it'll take a while because this is Android because I'm a bad guy because uh, <laughs> you're an evil guy <laughs> Actually, while you're looking that up, I'm going to say something I, I missed. I liked that. Um, so I watched the shows with the subtitles on. Uh, it's just sort of a habit of mine. And I got a, a physical reaction when I read the first time in this episode when uh, Sam was doing something. He was fighting one of the bad guys and he falls. And it said Captain America grunts in like little. And I said, yes. Like I like an audible loud like yes he did Captain America did that's right not the Falcon not Sam Captain America I did and throughout the show I had moments like that where I was sitting there I was like I had very like 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 that feeling that that uh, like that one guy you know was a little cheesy where he was filming and he's like oh that's the Black Falcon he's like no that's Captain America and it was real cheesy but in my heart I was like yeah that's Captain America <laughs> and I felt that I, I was in there yeah I wanted the guys go, you can tell because he's changed his costume. And how have we not touched on the costume? <laughs> oh, yes. Let's talk about that really quick. So what? The It's taken suit. us almost an hour and we have not touched on the costume. Let's that was a nice costume. It. That's all. I thought it was I cool. Liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I knew what it was going to look like because it's almost identical to the latest Falcon and Winter Soldier run. And I think I said oh, that okay. last episode where it's going to be like big white stripes across his chest with a star in the middle. But I thought they nailed, they nailed what it was because that's what it was in the comics. And it looks great. And I thought Thought he looked great, and I love that he didn't have a dumb helmet like uh, mm. uh, like Wacton Planet. You know, like he didn't look like a kind of mopey dopey dude. He still had had his look, but it was uh, let's just say it it was Wakanda fied, baby. And you know how us just, brown people do when it comes to gear, we hook it up. So of course, you know if it's coming from Wakanda, the shit was gonna be fly. And he looked good. He looked good. My man looked good. See, okay, good. Because <laughs> I I was worried we weren't going to get excited about the costume. I was like, oh. I I was the only one. Yeah. Are you just being blase? Because well, I've I've read the comics. You see, I've I've already read the comics, and Chris uh, and I, here's Chris me and I going. Hear like. <laughs> Well, we've 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 definitely nerded out this episode more than I think we have in any other. Talking about all the runs and everything else. Yeah, it's it's been really alienating for me. <laughs> to me, the new Avengers are um, Patrick Mcnee, uh, Gareth Hunt, <laughs> and um, oh, Uma Thurman. Oh, no, Christ, I've I've lost her name. You know, the one from Abfab. Um, Joanna Lumley. Thank you. I just blanked. Um, you know, the the one who likes Gurkhas and you know activists for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a verb. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to do some improv to make sure we clear the hell out of that last sentence. Pretend like you didn't hear that last sentence. We'll be right back. Edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. 
and we cut to the headquarters of the West Coast Avengers. Hello, West Coast Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. Uh, no, he works on the East Coast. No, also on the East Coast. No, also on the East Coast. <laughs> uh, she's hey, tell in space. Him, tell, him, tell him Captain Laserbeam is here, though. Tell If they need Captain oh, Laserbeam. Um, would would you like a Captain Laserbeam? <laughs> Captain Laserbeam, yes. He, yeah, no, he's, yeah, I, he's good. He does some... Um, lasers, lasers come out of my, my hands sometimes. If La- I think lasers come out of his hands. If I think hard. If I tell them if I really think about it. They, they don't need to know all the details. It's It sounds like it's an emergency. I'm sorry, madam. <laughs> yes, okay. What are they saying? What are they saying? No, she says it's fine. Um, the, she'll... she'll the, no, no. She'll call Justice League Dark. Oh, okay. Oh, damn it. Yeah, no. The, the, she said Detective Chimp will do. Detective... Ah! Detective Chimp? Better than laser... I mean, one out of every six times I get a laser beam that comes straight out the hands. It's cool. And, and I'm I'm receptionist, man. Um, you know, I have all the powers of uh, a human and a receptionist. Uh, yeah. Yet no one seems seems to ever call me out. But I am very useful here. If only there were more phone calls. Damn. Yeah, we hardly get any these days. Hello, folks. I've come back. I just flew in through the window. I'm looking for my shadow. Uh, Peter? Is that yeah, you? Yeah. Oh. I'm joining the West Coast Avengers. I can fly. Oh. I've got a dagger. That's enough, isn't it? Are you kidding me? They let they let this guy in here? Jesus. Peter, I have yeah. some post for you. Thank you, receptionist man. Can I just say, I just wonder about your name a little bit. Isn't that a bit sexist that you have to say that you're a man when you're a receptionist? Receptionists can be man. Men, you should just call yourself receptionist. No, I, I'm i I'm aware. I'm No, no. It's because I have the power of a receptionist Ooh, as well so as being a normal human. But it's, it's like it's you're saying that the default receptionist is a woman Right. And you're a receptionist that's man. Certain, oh, that's not what I was going... Oh, i tell okay. you what. Captain Receptionist. Yes. I love it. I well, love ho- it. Ho- wait, no. What? No, I'm a, I'm a captain. I'm. You can't... Uh, so am we I. Can't have promoted. T- what? No. What? Hold on. So... I've already updated this on have... the system because I'm a really good receptionist. Amazing. Wow. That was pretty good. But you can't have... I've got my business cards done and everything. Okay. Well, that's You know, cool. historically speaking, I haven't enjoyed working with captains, but you're both great. That's fair. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you. So, Peter, yeah. um, just wondering what what do you what can you bring to the table? We're trying to amp up our profile what right do you now. Mean? I'm Peter Pan. I gotta fly. I gotta play. I gotta crow. <laughs> oh. oh, oh! I thought you were Peter Parker. I gave you the wrong letters. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Peter Parker wouldn't be here on the West Coast. There'd be nothing to swim yeah, on. Yeah, there's nothing. Oh, dear. There's nothing out here. He's got, you know, he's big timer in New York City and all that. I'm stuff. losing my powers. There must be a super villain around. Who do you think it is? Maybe it's our nemesis. Let me just check the files to see who our nemesis is. I can't use the files. Oh. I'm not yep. any good at receptionisting. It's, uh, is it social media, man? That's one I of our nemesis. No. Is it Nemesai? Nemesai. I've only ever had one before. One how, Nemesis. How old are you, Peter? As old as time. You seem a little young for this I, job, if I'm honest. I thought you were high, a high school student from New York. You know, from <laughs> That's Leeds. Peter Parker. I'm yes, Peter Pan. Your post, Mr. Pa- oh, Peter Pan. I am Pan. the Pan. Yes. See, this is why you can't be a captain. You're clearly not cut out to be captain material. I'm the only captain here. Ha. I won't be spoken to like that 
by someone of the same rank as me. Okay, we gotta work on. We, okay, you Can should be a major, major laser. Like a it's bear? taken. Oh yes, it is, isn't it? Oh okay then. I, Peter, I take it back. I take it back. So remind me again, Peter, what what you're bringing to the West? I mean, we're trying to get our name out there. We're trying to get big. Do you have maybe some? You know, we're on the West Coast. Do you know any maybe Hollywood types or anything? No, oh, I mean, that would I be don't. good. I'd love to get into films or you know a streaming television series on Disney Plus. I know a dog called Nanny. Mm, that's cute, but that really... I mean, if you do, like, cool Instagram photos with it, maybe. Mm, like, hash, hashtag... Tag. Yeah. I No, uh, I, I don't... I, I spend most of my time fighting pirates. It's okay. Pirates, cool. are they, are they even around anymore? Pirates are cool. Pirates are cool. They're kind of cool. And I've, got a, I've got a pointy hat and a feather. Yeah. The costume... I will say this. Costuming, from a costume perspective, you've got a, you've got a brand, you've got a look, and I'm here, I'm here for that look. It looks good. It's rec- instantly recognizable, and that's key. You know, you can't be wish-washing around, like, receptionists. I mean, whatever. Captain man over here or whatever uh i'm not captain man that's that's ridiculous what kind of a name is captain man oh hang on well, i have kind post of, for captain, captain receptionist what is your what name. was your name it's captain receptionist Ugh. i feel like you're really hoarding in on 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 my territory with this if we have a captain already then we well, have a, a why don't you speak to captain fist and captain other fist about it who are you they wanna, yeah you want to bring that out right now yeah that that here's captain fist and here's captain they're my fists they're both captains. I'm three captains. Well, I'm just standing here with my hands on my hips, as I often do. Um, uh, uh, I'm floating slightly above the ground. Um, I just Ooh, okay. I, wait, wait, hold on. That's that's something. Why didn't you bring up the flight power of flight? I that's fly. huge. I it's not fly. flight. He's just hanging from some webs. No, I'm not. No, look, that's I'm not, not Spider Man. Not Spider Man. Not Spider. No, no, no. Wink. You're just Peter Parker. I get you. No. Oh my God. Wink. I'm. I am a hair's breadth away from stabbing him. I'm well, with, with my you, little well, well, I'm, You keep Captain Knife away from me. It's not... not every, don't, if you make everything... If you give everyone a promotion and everything a promotion, then, you know, Nobody no has a promotion. Special. Yeah. No. I'm, you know so, what, Peter? I'm on board here. You're a little boy and that's a little weird for me. Uh, um, you know, I am go, older Turning than on 40. Are you? Yes. Because you look real... I, I have mean, a good moisturizing routine. You, Here's what okay. I do. First of all, I have, make have a cleanser. Secondly, toner. Different toner in the evening to the morning. <gasps> I need Slightly... to replace the toner. Yes, okay. Uh, uh... Slightly stronger toner at night because obviously won't be going out in the sun. And then a moisturizer. Okay, well, that's excellent. But there's no... You're, you're, you look like you're nine going also, on 10 I'm, Also, I'm magically forever young. That, uh, also that. That feels like... See, this is what I mean. This is so odd, Peter, that you're burying the lead on so many... I mean, one, flight. Power of flight. Two, Eternal youth. That's also. Oh, I forgot. I can also kill anyone with one punch. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's another one of my powers. That's that's, that's, that's huge. Amazing. I mean, I mean, like we could we could screw those New York Avenger bastards. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just sorry. But we got a we got a guy who can fly and kill people with one punch. This is huge. Also, uh, uh, we have a uh, photocopier repair man. Um, is that you? I, is that you? No, no. But he's coming in later because it turns out the photocopier is broken. Okay. Well, reception man, receptionist man, write this down. Whoa. Um, it's it's general receptionist, I think you'll find. I gave myself a promotion. It turns out there weren't 
any seniors here, so I was allowed to. All right. Well, general receptionist, general. That makes it sound like I'm just a general receptionist. So, um, you know, I'm I'm a specific. I just want you to know I'm specific to here. I don't do it for the whole of the Avengers initiative. I just thought you should know that. Private receptionist. No, that also makes that's that's that would be a lower rank though. And it would also seem like he was only receptionist for like one person. Yeah, a major receptionist. Just um. Admiral receptionist. Ooh, I have a seafaring ooh. receptionist. I like this. You're a specific Yarr. Pacific Admiral receptionist. How about that? That rhymes. Mm, yes. What did actually, you want? Actually, Captain Laser, I, I, I wanted to ask you something. That's why I flew in through the window as well as looking for my shadow. Um, Even though I am eternally young, my eyesight has been going of late. Uh, and I was well, just wondering if you could help me. That's so funny that you asked. So nobody ever... Oh, Peter, you know, I'm really vibing with you and i appreciate that that's really cool yeah uh i have the ability to to perform lasik it's one out of every six times uh, i think i mean i've lived a long life and i feel like let's yeah. i mean what happens to everyone else oh uh, the other five times yeah oh it's bad okay cool I'm, for, I'm i'm up for it though are you sure you want to yeah. well, you're eternally young so worse comes to worse you just uh you know i mean can i you, also can have you regenerate re- like wolverine yeah can? i do yeah that's what? another one of my powers are you so, wait, kidding I know, me yeah also. how are you not top of the board well, i mean i don't i'm just I, a I'm kid i just want to play okay you're right admiral sorry hey listen peter I, I i will i'm happy to i love this thank you for having faith in me i'm happy to give you some lasik surgery and uh receptionist man i have lasers so i can laser print I'm, if I'm we need to i'm sorry admiral receptionist man i i have the just opportunity admiral, man. specific also, admiral man i will print up some stuff if we need to i ordered this ipod from the apple store um but i forgot to get engraving on it they uh, normally you know when you order by the website oh. you can engrave a little quote on yes, the back of it yeah but i forgot anything, so anything. i was wondering what do you, yeah what do you what do you want on there um could i have when you wish upon a star yep okay yeah when you wish upon a star of course god peter are we are we connecting right now i think so i i, I, and I have to say yeah. i have been asked to go over to the east coast do you want to come with me do i absolutely i don't are know you, that's why you think they'd oh, have me mm. so i'll be all alone i'll just you'll be an admiral you'll be an admiral an admiral of no ships i've always had a soft spot for lost boys i don't know if i can just leave him here you want to do it peter we could all go you want to go just show him what we can do i mean you i'm sure they get a bunch more calls than we do over here that's true and there was some nemesis over here we we uh, we've done nothing about so we get away from them yeah who was that by the way who was the i nemesis? don't know i've lost my powers man but you are... gained a lot of ranks you've gained a lot of ranks for sure <laughs> well people do say you know you're promoted to the level of your own incompetence uh, they do say what you lose who was, who in superpowers that? you gain in ranks in the navy often, who says often say that it's a famous <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, here's this? what we're gonna do. We're all gonna go to Neverland. It's third star on the right and straight on till morning, just okay. so that you know how to get there. And yeah. then we'll just like play hide and seek, play follow following the leader. We'll just just do that oh. for a while. Oh. Never grow old. Mm. I'll stick the answer phone on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I think I'm I'm gonna hard pass on that last one there. You were kind of you were kind of getting me though. I will say this: you had me for a moment. You had me. You had me at shadow. But I I I I. I I don't want that. I want to, I want to be an Avenger. I want to be an East Coast Avenger. I want to be, I want to be, I want to, I want people to believe in me. I want them to mean, to mean something. I want to be asked by Iron Man himself to engrave his 
suit. That would have been lovely. Would have been lovely. Yeah, no. But you could you could definitely make a connection with Captain America as long as you have air, air buds. True. That's all. That's pretty cool. But you know what? Fuck that guy. Wow. I'm oh, the only wow. captain here. You just did a swear. I'm sorry. I know. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm a captain. Oh, oh I, when Wendy captain hears Laser about Beam. this. <laughs> I, I am demoting you to what? Ensign You can't demote me. I am Ensign. the Admiral. But I don't care. I'm going to the East Coast. Captain America can suck my lasers. Oh, well, you're, you're heading for a dishonorable discharge, young man. How about this dishonorable discharge? Oh, that would have been amazing if you had managed to get a laser that time. It would be Damn such it. a... But it didn't happen. So now we're all standing here knowing you tried to kill us. Mm, this awkward. Right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, Spider-Man. Let's go. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. You you stay here, Captain Laserbeam. If anyone calls uh, the machines on, got it. God damn it. I mean, that's three out of five. So if you get it one in five times... No, I'm going to fly out the window now. <gasps> See you, suckers! <laughs> And scene! (laughs) (laughs) The impotent captain, the classic fairy tale, as we all know. Chris, ah, oh, you played that so perfect. Like, oh, that would have been cool if you <laughs> lasers would have come out there. Oh, well, that's it. What else we got? Final thoughts. Arfi, this is it. Final thoughts for the for the entire series of The Falcon and to Winter Wonderland. It was fine. <laughs> All right, Chris, what are your final thoughts on the Fantastic Four stick and the White Wolf? As this was being made, there were a lot of rumors of problems on set. Things, and not all interrelation things, but just, you know, everything that happened uh, in the world as this was being made. And so we didn't know exactly. Uh, and the fact that One Division was brought before it as well, when it, uh, you know, uh, when it was going to be the thing that, that started off this new era, that rang a lot of uh, alarm bells for me. But at the end of the day, there were some beautiful action sequences. There was some real chemistry between the leads and it and it did really try and and partially succeed in in saying something that was important as well and so i really enjoyed it for that and i really enjoyed it because i've this has been really special coming on and and chatting with you folks afterwards i've really enjoyed it uh i found the things that you've pointed out and the perspectives that you've had on it that i I don't have that has really enriched my understanding of the source material and so really I can only end by saying that I've had a, a wonderful time and it was just yeah I will always it was a nice little special time this this six weeks has been lovely and I shall miss it oh well oh, wow. I mean I can't say I don't know what else to say other than <laughs> now I feel yes! like a dick for saying it was just fine um... <laughs> But you know, I stand by it. So uh, yeah, you know, that's I, I would fine. only I would only accept you standing by it. Uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Uh, yeah, I agree. This was a this was an interesting and fun show. I think they I came in thinking this was Hobbs and Shaw 2.0 or Fast and Furious 10, and I came two out of too it short. Yeah. two Hobbs two Shaw, <laughs> nice. And I came out of it, you know, with a completely different um, reception of this show. So kudos to them for that. Uh, you know, I, I agree. 
agree. I think, Arfi, I want to thank you, especially for coming on the show and providing some levity <laughs> to the fact that it wasn't always great. Uh, because I think that's fair. Because I think I probably would have seen most of this show as just like a little bit rose-colored. And I think that was great. Um, and they did try some stuff. And they did succeed in some stuff. And then they did fail in some stuff. But I came out very entertained, for sure. And particularly, like Chris said, uh, these past six weeks and 90 minutes per have been freaking cool, man. It's been real fun. Mm -hmm. So with that, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Also, please rate us where you can and share this with your friends, your family, uh, your dog. Share it with a nanny. Share it with Peter Pan. If he shows up in your house at night, though, definitely don't allow that because that is a child. And then you could probably get in trouble for that and get on some lists somewhere. So don't let that person in your house. He'll take your teeth. He'll take your dog's teeth, maybe. Like, he'll do all sorts of weird stuff. He'll swap them. Yeah. He'll swap them. (laughs) He's got like like an LSD fairy that hangs out with him all the time and makes you think you can fly. Not cool. Ultimately, Peter Pan, not not as cool as we think that that person is. Um, Check us out on Instagram, at Theater Greater Than Film. Join our Facebook page, Theater Greater Than Film. It's all TGTF all day. Like, share, repost, post it, like it, share it, repost it, share it again. Double tap it, like it, share it, TikTok it, create a stitch where you like it and then you listen to it while you're listening to it you're TikTok dancing to Cardi B all at the same time if there's nothing else <laughs> where can they find you Arfi? Um, since this is now over I no longer wish to be found so uh, please don't find me at at just Arfi. <laughs> Okay, and where can they not find you, Chris? Uh, they cannot find me uh, at Just Arfi. If they do That's want true. to find me, uh, I'm at Mr. Chris Mead with Mr. being MR. Uh, every. I'm on TikTok now as well. Yeah? Yeah. Have you posted a TikTok? Young. Have I? No, I haven't posted anything, but they could come and. They could come. I would be laughed off of TikTok, but you I really enjoy be. the musical theatre content. Oh, same, same. There actually is, yeah, TikTok in the pandemic has show, ch- changed my perception of TikTok. I thought it was just for like 14-year-olds being stupid, and I've found that there are some little nuggets of fun in there. Uh, I, I love the sea shanties. That was The sea nice. shanties was a fun moment. It was a fun shanties. moment. Uh, uh, Wouldn't it be amazing if, it, if this podcast ended by all three of us just starting a three-part harmony? Harmony, sea shant- shanty to be- to end that we'd like rehearsed and just not talked about. No, no go for no, it. Let's not do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's it. Until next time, I will say bye bye. Cheerio. <laughs> it's been fine. <laughs> that should definitely be your call. Your your <laughs> sign off for everything. It's been fine. Ooh, when the rating man's come. Um, no. no. <laughs> All right, that's it. Oh, bye-bye. Until next time. Bye-bye, bye-bye. 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 Bye. We just don't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs>